Um, I'd like to welcome everybody to our latest edition of Bring a Hacker to Work Day. Um, and this is um, a, an especially good day because my friend and uh, co-worker, Tanisha O'Donohue, is uh, hanging out with us. Um, Tanisha, amongst other things, is the, um, what is it, Director of Policies and... Uh, Policies and Procedure. And for Black Girls Hack. Yeah. Oh, and strategic partnerships. Yes, those those two. <laughs> yeah, she 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 she's actually going to be getting an upgrade, but it, uh, we have to vote on it to make it official later on in the month. So, um, I'm not that way. So, <laughs> I'm going to try. Tanisha, go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. My name is Tanisha O'Donoghue. I am a information security analyst. I I'm. Ooh, no, I'm not. So sorry. I've been saying that elevator speech for a long time, so clearly it's stuck in my head. I am a risk and compliance specialist. <laughs> Look, um, you got upgraded. Let, let my know. Speech, that's how you know elevator speech are stuck, is stuck in here because I'm ready to ramble on about the things that, that I don't do currently. Um, <laughs> I am a risk and compliance specialist. Um, I am in the world where I... I'm trying to get into maybe auditing. I, I think that's next for me. How did I get here? That is a, that's a very good question. Um, first, I wanted to be a cop. <laughs> and um, everyone's kept laughing at me that I was short. And um, because I was short, um, I would say, you know. After oh, you mean like not sure, like positive. No, you mean like, like, I'm like vertically inclined. I say I'm 5'2", sometimes it says 5'1", but, you know, somewhere in between there. Um, I'm pretty tall in my head. So, <laughs> so um, I went back and forth with um, careers, and I stumbled upon um, uh, cybersecurity when I was going back to college. Um, and I got here because I wanted to be a cop of the internet. That's, <laughs> in layman's terms, I was like, oh, they secure the internet. That sounds like what I want to do. Um, and then I fell in love with all of the things that is cyber and trying to understand. I fell in love with understanding the things um, that encompasses cyber security. And um, that's how I got here. Um, I started with a program called Year Up. It's a one-year program that's half of the year. You're linked with a community college and um, they provide the resources for you to go back to school for free. And um, you're able to get a stipend. You have a mentor in your field and a coach that will help you um, uh, to grow in your professional development and in your personal life to be able to manage going into a corporate role. And then the second half of the program is being linked with a Fortune 500 company. Um, my internship was with Symantec. Um, I think it was one of the greatest things I, you know, I accomplished so far. Um, because when we we actually had to create a <laughs> a campaign um, to to vote on where you were going to go. So from day one, I said, I'm going to Symantec. And I made a whole campaign. I had a whole speech. I had a picture with me, <laughs> with the um, Symantec behind me. I had a whole thing. Needless to say, I won, I won the only cybersecurity spot from my um, location to Symantec. I clearly I'm a good campaign woman. Um, so, so, so I went ahead and did that. And that, that, that um, experience really opened up my eyes to what life can be like and what cybersecurity is and what it can be. Um, 
uh, that I was able to work with two different teams, which was the internal stock for um, Symantec. And I worked for the architecture and engineering team out of Silicon Valley. And I did vulnerability scanning and management. So that piqued my interest into vulnerability scanning and vulnerability management. Um, and then I got a role as a stock monitor, which is completely different than that, which is just monitoring alerts and and um, not doing any of the risk and compliance part of it. Um, I did a bit of um, firewall firewall management and um, just getting a bit under getting more understanding of different software. So that's my that was my first really official. Um, cybersecurity job. I was a monitor. I wasn't even an analyst. So you, you, we have to start somewhere. Um, I was just happy to be in the role um, to actually feel like I accomplished the things that I set out to do, which was to get into the field and to um, and to work really hard to do the things. Um, I was thankful to be there because um, when I got there, I felt a bit behind the curve um, because everyone in the room, um, the imposter syndrome, everyone in the room has been in cyber or some type of tech or has some interest in it. I'm one of those people who who stumbled upon um, this career because it seemed interesting and then continued to learn from it. After that, I worked at um, uh, Howard University um, for three years. Um, I worked as an information security analyst. Um, and I feel, like, was, I feel mm -hmm. like there should have been like you know, an HU uh, alumna uh, just popping up being like, HU or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm not, I'm not an alumnus of um, Howard University. Um, I would have loved to have been, but I'm not, you know, and deep, deep in my heart, I still wear all my gear and everyone is like, you didn't graduate there. I'm like, mind your business. I work there. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I have all the gear. I, I still do my running in my Howard hat and my sweatshirt. So I, you know, I, I added to value. That was a great experience because uh, my team was very small and I had a very hands-on um, uh, CISO that saw potential in me and he's still my manager, and, and I meant my manager, he's still my, um, uh, one of my mentors right now. He literally texted me today. <laughs> he lives in um, uh, the West Coast. He's like, hey, what's going on? And one thing throughout my career is that I try to connect with people that are in the places I want to go so that you're able to understand and learn and get different perspective. There are certain things that I wouldn't know or I wouldn't learn because I, um, I'm just new to this. Um, being, I'm usually the youngest Black woman in the room that's unmarried. <laughs> so have all these things against me and having um, people around you, a support system, to help you get through those tough um, uh, political conversations and being diplomatic and learning how to present yourself, having your elevator speech that I gave and gave the wrong, you know, the wrong title for. So you ready? <laughs> you don't have to get ready. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, apparently I'm not ready, but um, <laughs> I was ready. Let's say that. To say all of those things is that that has helped um, my trajectory in my um, career tremendously. Being able I to say that um, when I interviewed for Howard University, I didn't get it on my first try. Um, I interviewed for Howard University right off of my internship and I was denied. I didn't have enough experience. I didn't, you know, I wasn't aware of certain things. Um, but I had a mentor that told me to write a thank you for not accepting me, but keep me in mind in the future note. 
And two years later, I got a phone call saying, hey, would you want to come to Howard University? We remembered your interview and you le- you made a last uh, lasting impression and we want you to be a part of our org. So you didn't even apply the second time? Like oh, no. the, the second time they were just like, hey, mm-hmm. keep me in mind off your note. And then like yep. two years later, they're like, she's still yep. in my mind. Yeah, I, anybody I mentor, my, um, uh, my mentees, I definitely teach them that no matter if you didn't get the position, be grateful for the opportunity because opportunities is what is going to make the difference for you. You never know who you're going to be in the room with, so don't burn any bridges. You never know who you're going to walk past and you never know who's looking at you. So part of like one thing I, I learned from my mentor, my mentees, uh, my mentors and um, year up is to carry yourself the way that you want to be um, uh, to be seen. Part of that is um, showing up for the person you want to do every day. I work a organization where um, it was very semi-casual. My, one of my bosses wore flip-flops and <laughs> I remember my mentor is like, you better not go in there with flip-flops because what do you want to be? And I'm like, I want to be um, a CIO or CTO. And he would always say, show up as a CTO every day. What does that look like to you? Show up as your best self because people are watching you. They're watching how you present yourself. And not to say that, you know, we're in a place where we don't want to judge people, but show up as your best self and whatever that is. If you want to be the boss, show up as the boss. Take on responsibility as the boss. Spend extra time as the boss would do to research and to um, problem solve. Don't just be a problem finder, be a problem solver. My pet peeves are people who find problems and find them consistently and you don't have any reason to solve them. Please stop finding problems because I have to fix them. If you don't come with the solution, that is great. I'm glad that you found this, but I hope you find a solution to help in the future. Um, but those are those are key things that I have um, learned um, through through working in the industry. Um, I have not always been the person to take initiative. I've had um, and managers call me. I say, "Hey, I I see that you, you know, are doing the things. How we how we? What are your thoughts? How are you going to get there?" Those are things that I had to develop. You have to develop those skills to be better and to be great. How do you want? How do you want people to see you and remember you? How do you want them to um uh, to recognize you when like are you the person that helped or are you person who stood on the wayside pointing at the fire um and I'm not saying I've always been that that's 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 alert behavior for sure um because we can always see a fire it's do we have the initiative to do the things to make it better um so I was at Howard for yeah three years um I've had several mentors Tanisha it's definitely one of been one of my, I'm not officially her mentee, but she's been my mentor. So I'm here. <laughs> um, she, she doesn't claim me, but I claim her. Um, that's all that matters. So <laughs> I've learned a lot from her just seeing the way she presents herself and carries herself in the work in and out of the workplace and um, just different women and men in those, those spaces that have taught me different things. Um, and at Howard, I've done, we were a small team, so we were able to touch on everything. Um, one thing I can say is take initiative. If you guys have a new tool, um, be the person so, to learn. So you were, you were actually um, at Howard during a, a very high profile uh, type of thing. Are you, are you allowed to talk about any of that? Um, I, but maybe lesson learned? Lesson learned. I can give you lesson learned. 
Um, because I don't want any of their lawyers, okay, to come after me. I know what I know who they are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was at Howard University during during a recent um security breach. Um that was one of the most career defining worst times of my life. <laughs> It um, pushed me and pushed all of my abilities. Um, and one thing I learned through that, it's not just what you learn technically, it's what you're willing to do on um, a personal level. What is your worth ethic like? Um, how are you going to how are you going to push through? We were leaving sometimes at 12 a.m. with my boss and the team. I'm in the server room, even though I'm not the person doing the forensics, I'm there supporting it because it's my team. Um, you know, doing those kind of things, being um, the extra hand for your team when things are going bad and thinking outside the box, looking at what other people has done, um, seeing how you can show up for your team when everyone is, um, everyone is, is very tense. It's a you're very stressed out. time. You're, you're stressed out. You're working extremely long hours. You're away from family. You're not eating. Um, <laughs> and you're you're just there. I just remember one day I just showed up with t-shirt and jeans and said, well, I'm here today. I'm out of bed. <laughs> and then I ordered Starbucks and I was like, I'm not dressed up today. This is what you're going to get, t-shirt and jeans. Um, so showing up on Saturdays, um, coming up with plans for um, different things, um, talking to lawyers, being on a debrief call to, to talk about what you've done the day prior you know, what you're going to do the next day. How are you going to assist the multiple teams that you're dealing with? Because during a security breach, it's not just a security team. The security team is the team that alerts you. Then you work with multiple other entities to ensure that you have remediated the threat. So you have to be able to um, work with other people, be able to be polite, be able to be kind, be able to um, articulate your thoughts. Um, and not be so introverted in your head, but be extroverted in um, the way you present yourself. Being able to speak to um, your plans. If you're not able to put all the technical jargon in layman's term, your boss is going to say, oh, that's great. Now what, <laughs> what else? <laughs> you know, you have to be able to be versed in several things. And those are all tools that we learn on a day-to-day -day basis. I feel like a lot of times that we don't, um, we don't think that the interactions that we have on a day-to-day -day basis is something that would help us in our workplace. It will. Um, learning how to um, learning how to um, present yourself in a room full of people you feel like know more than you. Um, stating your point, you may say something and they may use the technical word for it, but you still understand the theory, understanding what you're talking about, presenting yourself, and then asking questions. Um, there's a lot of things that happened that I didn't know. I was like, well, this thing is doing this. Do you see this alert? <laughs> How can you help me? <laughs> um, and we had sub subject matter experts, SMEs in the rooms um, that were able to speak to the things that, that I was able to look and say, oh, that makes sense. I know this is going on, but can you help me do this? Never um, be afraid to ask a question because that's how you learn. Um, failure is how we learn. be dedicated when things happen. 
Um, you have to be dedicated through um, adversity and push through because uh, a ransomware or a breach or of any kind is it's a big undertaking and it can be stress stressful and um, overwhelming um, but just working together and understanding that the problem won't be just solved by you it's a collective that does all the things and know that you're doing something for the greater good and once you have that purpose in mind you're able to um, you're able to push through and have a good support system and I'm a big proponent of support and balance and work-life balance um, because if your home life isn't right, you're not able to do the things that you need to do because you're thinking about other things and you're, you don't have that real, um, uh, sense of relief. In your experience thus far, you know, through, I guess, um, Symantec and then through the, your Europe program and then through um, Howard, do you see a lot of women that are operating in the space? Like, do you see a lot of specifically Black women that are operating in your SOC? So my experience actually was very interesting. In my semantic journey, there, there was three of us. It was a lead. We had a lead um, a woman in our SOC. And then she was actually um, African-American. Or was she? She was probably racially ambiguous. I don't know. I'm sorry. But somewhere in the spectrum of brown girls. Then our other intern, she was also a brown-skinned girl, and we worked really well together. I think um, I couldn't survive my internship without her because we became our support system. We both had to finish our internships. When she had work that she didn't, she didn't have time to finish. I would do that. When I had work, she didn't. She, um, we vice versa. We traded and collaborated on a project so that we can finish together. Um, and that's still a dear friend I have today. She went on now. I think she's getting her master's. She's doing incredible things. She's just one of those people. One of those people I've met in life that's just like, you get this <laughs> and you do a great job at it. And then at Howard, um, because it's an HBCU, a lot of the workers were um, African-American or brown. And which was was a beautiful thing for me because um, I was able to be around leaders that are women and men that um, I was able to learn how to see someone that looks like me that I can um, aspire to be. Like my last CIO, uh, she was amazing. Like the way she handled um, our breach was one of the most beautiful things I've seen. She handled it with grace and a smile. Oh, every day she showed up with a smile. I'm like, how are you here? You haven't eaten lunch yet. She was like, well, I'm here. I have to be here. And um, some days I used to just know her order, show up in her room, she, she'll have her door cracked and I'm like, hey, I'm dropping off something and I'll knock on her window and I'll, she's like, how did you know? <laughs> you know, providing that support for her because she provides such good leadership for us. Having women in different um, uh, departments who, who work together, like, hey, I think you're doing a good job, you know, working together with doing things that you normally wouldn't do, going above and beyond because you're with these people for eight plus hours. They become your second family. You develop relationships and you cultivate them. Um, in a way that that is beneficial to you um, and understanding who has your back. Um, there's a lot of things in workplace in the workplace arena that we don't think about. Look at the people who support you and support them. Um, there's so many other um, uh, things that, you know, you could think about, but because I work at Howard, my view is a bit different because I'm, I see the things. 
also I've worked in corporate America, so I haven't seen it. I've seen both. I haven't seen it and I have seen it. So I still know that it's it's attainable. And being around women like you and Rebecca and um, you know, women who are growing in their space and who are in in management and are doing the things that they set out their mind to, um, and that are that are just accountable to their words. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think that we need to see people do the things that they set out to do and not be afraid and support each other. Um, when we get to that point, um, I think there will be a little bit more um, equality because we're we're holding each other to a higher bar and to um, be the people that we set out to be. You don't get to where you want to go by yourself. Like your life is not an island. Like you're not here by yourself. You, you We're here for community. So having the girl um, Black Girls Hack um, community, having community at work, having your family, having those people that support you and see your dream. Granted, everyone is not going to see your dream or nor may they need to know all the intricate details, but they just need to know how to support you for that moment. And that's one thing I state to the people in my life. How can I support you today? If it's a friend needing a wake-up call so that they can conquer the world at 6 a.m., I can do that, you know? I can call you at 6 a.m. Say, hey, you got that thing you want to do. Let's get it done, <laughs> you know? Oh you my. got that for <laughs> You know, that's that's how I feel like we can um, bridge that gap and and see more of us in the room. We hold each other other accountable for the for the things that we want to accomplish. And then making sure that your friend has a plan, not just that, not just, I'm sorry, the people outside are yelling, okay? Um, yeah, wife, sorry, I was like, wow, sorry. Um, <laughs> but um, it sounds yeah. like the, the the people have been very much so the connective tissue to, you know, your trajectory, you know, onward and upward, you know, being able to make those connections and then be able to rely on those connections for you to, you know, make your next moves. As opposed to when most of the time when we talk to people who are like, you know, hey, how did you get here? They'll be like, oh, well, I got this, you know, degrees and I got these certifications and I put in, you know, I did this and I did this and this is how I got here, right? And for you, that's not necessarily, that hasn't been the case. You've you've worked the networking piece, you know, I'd say pretty much all of your career. Yeah. I, I So everyone would say you love people and I... And I do. I like people. They're fun. Um, also, I wanted to be a, um, my degree. Also, wanted to be sociology because I wanted to understand the way people think. So maybe that there's a part of that in there. But I enjoy people. I enjoy getting to know their stories. I enjoy all the things because once I understand the person who is around me, I can support them, and they can support me. Once you understand me, you can support me the best way that I need to. If I if I need to accomplish this and I tell you these are my obstacles, you can support me by saying, hey, I can show you a thing that can help you in this new um, arena you're going into. I think um, interpersonal um, uh, connections and relationships are how I grow. Um, One-on-ones are usually how I grow the most because I can ask all the questions. I can, um, I can, I can remove the, the, the um, mindset of being afraid and I can remove the mindset of um, that this person is above me now we are on a one-on-one level we we can make eye contact and that's like virtually or you know in person but 
we have that ability to um, just connect together. You're another human, you know, yeah, it on, on takes out the status level. and the, yeah, all the like, pretentiousness. I'm not a status, status person. If you ever meet me, I would, I'm not a status person. I am, I will jump in and do the work with you because I don't care. As long as the project gets done and it needs to be done, I'm okay. I'm not the person that's going to say, hey, I am blah, 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 blah. And I don't need to do this thing. That's not me. So I like to um, get to know people on a human level because that's, that's what it all comes down to. Like um, my own personal mantra is like, life is short. You just, you, you just never know. Like I want to be the best me that I can be. And some days I fall short of that and that's okay. And learning how to create strategies and um, automate my life to become better every day. And this is me as a woman. If I am not a good person as a woman, I will not show up in my workplace as a good person like and not to say that I want to be a good I want I just want to be the best person that I can present I may not be correct in all the things but if I don't show up as the best me there's not much more that I can do as a um, I would not be a good employee you know I would be selfish I would be you know I can't work with individuals I can't speak to individuals I think I'm above them you know all of those things, I think, um, play into how I've gotten here and using, yeah, using my network, um, my mentors. I, I think we can say, you know, that you haven't taken a traditional route into cybersecurity, right? So, you know, for the people who are coming behind you, um, what would you, you know, what are the highlights of your experience thus far? And we haven't even gotten to your current position because I think we get, we left off that you just got a whole call um, saying like, hey, come holler at, 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 come holler at us at, at Howard, right? But what, what would you say for the people who are coming behind you as far as like how to, you know, kind of replicate your success thus far? I wouldn't say replicate my success. My success is different. What happened to me, I feel like, not to say I am the quote unquote, chosen one <laughs> but the route I took you're pretty amazing uh, I'm biased but you know you're pretty amazing uh, uh, questionable but um it's a hard route to take and I would say use your opportunities use your opportunities and um at at Girls Hack Village my my speech was called opportunity fuels grit if you have the opportunities you can fuel the things that you want to do Girls Hack Village is, um, Black Girls Hack and Girls Hack Village and everything that we do in this um, environment is things that we you can use for opportunities. Being connected to you is an opportunity. You knowing my name to even be able to advocate for me is an opportunity. Use your opportunities to grow in the space that you want to be. Um, do not take any relationships um, for granted. I am a big advocate for that. Your relationships is how you get places. You may not remember all the work that I have done, but you are, you're going to remember how I treated you. You're going to remember, did I show up in the room as someone who can represent your organization? I've had a talk recently with my, um, <laughs> with my, um, and he's our new CISO, but he was our vice president. At I your current at, company, right? Yeah, my current company um, at Tyler Technology. And I was advocating. I was like, we got to have more people in the room, blah, 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 black girls hack. And we're, we're just, we're just doing all these amazing things. And the one thing he looked at me, he said, as long as they show up with the attitude like yours and that you want to learn, I'll accept them. I can teach them the technical skills. 
that that stuck with me because I've heard that from other people. You just have to have the willingness to learn and to put forth the effort. People are going to advocate for you. You can mess up a million and one times, but as long as you keep starting again, as long as you keep waking up again, you can fail, fail the test, the next new, next new security test a million times, but you can say, hey, I took it and I've learned this from it. Hey, can you help me on this? And people see your initiative. People want to see that you're doing the things. One thing, if I have a mentee or if I have someone asking me for questions, I am a person that I will not chase you. I just won't because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just tired of that. Right? Um, if you want something from me, you have to come to me. And I and I tell people this all the time. I, I was just talking to someone and they were like, well, I, I want to do this. And this person knows I want to do that. Yeah, but that person is thinking about 17 other things. How much are you advocating for yourself? How much are you telling them that, hey, I'm still here. I know that you remember me but I'm still here. You know, whatever, whatever you can give me, let me, let me take a stab at it and actually do the work and the research to get there. Um, that, that's something I think people, um, do not value as much. We want all the certs, all the, all the technology, um, uh, understanding all the theory, we want all those things, but we don't even spend the time to do the things that are in front of us. One thing is, Whatever you're learning in this season, you will be able to take to the next season. It's something that you add to your tool belt. Me being able to um, be the logistics person for Girls Hack Village, I've done it in a different arena. I have been, I have, I have ran conferences, not in the, my career, but in my personal life. I've done things. I've, I've had to navigate and work through things with over 500 people. So dealing with Girls Hack Village was like, oh, okay, I can do this. I, I kind of have an idea. I, I may not know how big of a stab I need to take at it, but I have an idea in a wheelhouse to do the things and to prepare for the worst. Um, I think that we do not take all our experiences in life for granted. I feel like just me, I am, I'm, I'm a person who, um, I'm a believer. I, 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 everyone has their own belief system. But for me, I feel like God doesn't put you in places for you to not utilize the tools that he is giving you. Because I was in year up, I was able to be able to speak to certain things. I knew an elevator speech before other people in, in the field can do so. I can speak myself up in a room. I, I don't feel afraid. We were meeting with CEOs every week on Friday or CIOs or CFOs. I can walk up to a CEO and CFO and have a conversation and not feel intimidated because I've done those things before. In my internship, I can walk up to my boss at a at a work retreat and say, hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. You know, this is what I'm going to do. And what do you think? How can you help me get there? How can we work together? Is this something that you're interested in? Your life experiences are tools that you can utilize in your next um, arena. I, I have done, I've been a hairstylist. Um, before I, <laughs> I've been a hairstylist before I got into cyber, I spoke to people every single day. I had to remember things about people while I was doing, um, uh, in my internship, I did hair on the weekends. I was talking to women in the cyberspace and like, Hey, I'm actually in this program. Can you help me? <laughs> you know, I've met people that are in the industry who are great. And I was like, wow, like I'm actually in a place where people can see me. And that, that wasn't the goal. The goal was to, to be the person I set out to be. 
my goal is to become a CIO or a CTO to be able to help with the strategic planning for an organization and to help with those things. That's my personal goal. So all the things that are, are revolving around that, I have to take in. Um, you mm-hmm. learn every, everyone around you. Yeah, I was going to say one of the things, um, my hair is purple right now because of uh, Miss Tanisha O'Donoghue. So like, you know, this is, I'm very happy about it. So, um, <laughs> but no, I, I would say that the, one of the things that um, since I've met Tanisha that I, I, I found most impressive is, you know, she's come in and she said, you know, hey, um, I have a particular set of skills and I'm willing to help in those things, right? I'm willing to use my, you know, skills as a, you know, cosmetologist to, you know, help you when your hair is red and not purple the way that you wanted it to be. Or I'm able to help you to organize a whole, you know, conference that you just decided one day um, (laughs) that you wanted to do. Um, And, you know, I, I think I appreciate that about you. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why you're doing what you do for Black Girls Hack is because I, I, I've seen, you know, the strengths that you have in meeting with people and making things happen. Um, you know, being able to, you know, run up on somebody's CISO or, or C- CEO and be like, you know, hey, my name is Tanisha. This is what it is that I'm doing. Um, let me tell you how you can help me. You yeah. know, and I think I appreciate that very much so about you. And and um, I think that for the people who don't know you personally, you know, I think it's important to know that you, you know, like you said, you planned on being a cop. You, you had a psychology, you know, background, you know, you don't, you don't have a technical foundation per se, you know, all of the things that you have learned along the way are things that your jobs or people or, you know, have taught you, you know, it's not like you were like, Hey, I'm a math major. And I came at this and I'm like doing all these things. It's like, I have used my people skills and my ability to advocate for myself to get to where I'm at today, right? And today you're at, you said Tyler Technologies. And and so tell us what you do day to day, what you do at your job. Right now, I am a risk and compliance specialist. Um, Day to day, I'm working with my team to create a um, policy management plan, which is something that you do to develop what your policies will look like and refresh them to to be in um, compliance uh, with um, uh, this, the regulations and frame, frame, frameworks that are in your jur- different jurisdictions. Oh, different jurisdictions. <laughs> um, I'm sorry? I said, I'm with you. I got the word. <laughs> I was trying to get it out. <laughs> um, also, uh, I'll be participating in a few audits. Um, we just came out of an audit. I'll be in another audit. Um, next month um just all the things that are required um in the compliance field and you said at the beginning of this call that you thought that your next step was going to be into the audit space right so did did your job say like hey I want you to do audit things or did you go to them and say like hey I want to be doing this this is what I want to do for you so ironically um inside of um compliance is auditing if you do, you're doing an internal audit. So um, I was able to um, work through that subconsciously. Um, one of my mentors is actually an auditor and I would always dibble and dabble with her like, hey, I think about auditing. And she's mm-hmm. like, you can try. <laughs> um, but I now wanted to get into compliance because I liked the aspect of us fixing the things before we get there, before the things are broken. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like 
cybersecurity as a whole, yes, we have all these frameworks. Yes, we have all these things. Yes, we have all these um, different laws. And But there's no one way to do cybersecurity. Right. Each, each organization has the same, um, uh, same software, but they use them differently. Um, granted, all of us don't need to use the same things the same exact way because that's how breaches and things will happen. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But... <laughs> everyone does something differently. So um, from that, I I wanted to create some standardization and wanted to help people understand what cybersecurity is and how we can um, maximize what's going on. So um, that's how my brain started dibbling, dabbling with compliance. And then I had to start writing some things for my previous job because we're a small team and start outlining things. I wasn't great at it. I don't think I'm great at it now. Um, also my boss would tell me, don't never say when you're not great at things, but honestly speaking, you're always learning in your field. Um, there's always something you can grow at. Um, I try to keep the mindset of humility as far as like, Hey, I'm not the smartest in the room. Yes. I may be a subject matter matter expert, which um, I'm not, (laughs) but there's still something to learn because there are different aspects that you're not thinking about. Um, so that's how I got into (laughs) um that's how I got into this um uh, field and I am a person who likes rules because if not I will be crazy okay I need structure (laughs) because things will be crazy and I just don't like it I don't like when things are not crazy when things are crazy and and there's not structure so I try to create that if you know me I have like 17 different (laughs) 17 different ways to do something. I have a plan for my plan. I have a structure. I have a system. I have the thing written out. I, I'm a concept, concept driven person. So Equal parts annoying and amazing. As I often am the target of your like, hey, let's put this structure in. Yeah. Um, it is, uh-huh. it is equal parts amazing and annoying. Um. So yeah, I'm always here for the structure because one thing I take, one thing I think about is if we automate things and we get things on a structure and on a plan, we don't have to continue doing them. We can move on to something else. And that's how my brain thinks. Like, I don't want to continue to do the same things. Let's make it better and move on. Because then it sounds like we're the crazy person in the room. Just keep, this is the problem. And this is the problem. Or you're overworking your employees doing the same thing or people get bored because it's monotonous and you're really not growing if you're doing the same things you're not solving any problems part of work is to solve problems and to make things better how are we growing in this in this area and we take metrics for a reason (laughs) has things gotten better we those are all conversations that are had I definitely take a moment to think about how to make things better all the time. Awesome. Um, so you mentioned a couple of times uh, Girls Hack Village. How did that go? What did you What did you think? Girls Hack Village was amazing. Um, sorry if you guys weren't there. Hopefully you'll be there next year. So I started off Girls Hack Village by not wanting to do anything. <laughs> so True story. I can confirm. True story. I came on the call. I was like, don't put me in charge of anything. What do you need to do? <laughs> then she chose the biggest thing to put me in charge of, which is the schedule. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do the schedule and I'm going to do it great. So I'm color coding, adding different structures. This is my wheelhouse. I am going crazy. 
I'm like watching TV while I'm doing this. And, and then um, my family members are like, why are you doing this? Like, we're having a good time. I'm like, no, but I'm having fun. Um, and then I present this color-coded masterpiece um, in my head. Okay, it's a masterpiece. I still look at it like, wow, you did a great job. Um, masterpiece. And I'm like, this is what we're going to do. And then Tanisha goes, um, yeah, okay. And then I'm like, so who are you going to get to run it? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, no one is going to ruin this. This is going to, we're going <laughs> to add this to the team. So that's how I became um, a strategic manager um, because I created a plan and I wanted to, I wanted to see it um, live up to its full potential because I didn't know the hard work I put into it. <laughs> And I, I, I saw the vision. I, I, I saw the potential. She's absolutely ama- amazing at uh, strategy related things. She's absolutely amazing at, you know, people, um, you know, which is why her role is evolving with, with Black Girls Hack to, to move more so into the strategy and the people side, um, because, you know, you're, you're absolutely amazing at it. Like, I don't know if that's, you know, what you want to be doing, but like, you're 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 really good at it so um and for me I think that's that's absolutely amazing so we have a question from um someone um I'll just go ahead and throw this out before I get distracted um Brian from Kenya wants to know um he's just getting into cybersecurity wants to know um are you on the technical side of cybersecurity or non-technical side especially when you talk about your uh, current job involving policies and compliance um my current job I am more on non-technical side um but prior, I was on the technical side. I was a blue teamer, um, doing all the. Listen, I don't have time to be doing what you do. Okay. Um. <laughs> Join the dark um, side. Sorry. No, I am not trying to break things. I'm just trying to put, you know, some um, band aids on it and be like it's fixed. Like, I definitely um, enjoy understanding the things as I got closer to cyber. Mm, I just had this conversation. You have to figure out what you're willing to do and what your personality type is. Tanisha is a person who wants to break the things and show you how it's broken. This Tanisha wants you to know that, hey, we can fix it before we even get there because I don't want to do the work after. <laughs> so um, you have to utilize your skills that you already possess and um, work together to, um, to see where you are in the cyber field. Cyber is so big. We only talk about the blue team and we talk about the red team. There's so many other things involving in that. And we're developing and creating more positions as cyber develops and matures. Cyber is still new. Cybersecurity was called um, uh, uh, information assurance a couple of years ago, like a decade ago. Like it's still new. Some people's names are still information security analysts. We should be cybersecurity analysts, but that's just my own argument. (laughs) So it's, things are changing. We're creating more places. And I feel like when you're in a place that um, works with your personality alongside your technical skills or non-technical skills or inner um, uh, interconnecting skills, you just, you're able to maximize your potential. So think about what your wants and desires and look at the jobs, look at the job description, look at the requirements, look at reviews um, of people, look on, you know, a day in the life of, a a cybersecurity researcher what they do and does that spark your interest is that something that you're interested in oh like hey I think like that you're able to see engage where you're going to be and that's not a 
that's not an absolute of where you're going to be. You you just, you, you kind of have to work through it. Like I've had several different names and I'm going to have several different titles. Like I won't be any of those other things probably anytime soon. Um, they're going to continue to grow and develop into who I um, aspire to be and my, and that are linking to my world domination plan. So um, it it's a, it's a growing thing. Like everyone's like, hey, I want to be in the cybersecurity now. I want to make $200,000. Great, but what does that look like for you? My road is not your road. And I think for me, that was one of the things that I found inspiring and why I wanted you to come and and have this conversation with folks is because, you know, one, you don't come from a traditional background and two, your position in cybersecurity has evolved. You've gone from, you know, doing something in the blue team, which is very technical to doing something that's in the compliance space, you know, and and then also strategies and, and policies, which are very much so in the management leadership space. And you're able to pivot very easily, I think, amongst those different things. And I think that the biggest takeaway for folks who are who are watching this should be that, you know, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself into one specific thing, right? You don't have to necessarily say, you know, hey, I'm a red teamer or hey, I'm I'm a blue teamer, right? Um, and you know, Tanisha doesn't, um, you know, despite the fact that she had her her um uh, elevator pitch ready to go, right? Tanisha doesn't typically tell you all of the things that um, you know, she can do or she's capable of, right? I, I actually found out maybe about a year or so, maybe it might've been two years at this point, I don't know, um, that Tanisha was a very technical person because, you know, she happened to have, I, I scheduled a meeting at the same time that she had a call for her her job at the time. And at some point during the call, she puts me on mute and then she begins to give a recap of her status for the day for the thing that she was doing. And I'm like, I, I didn't even know you were on the blue team. I didn't know that, you know what I'm saying? Like all these things, but it was just like absolutely like amazing that she just basically switched gears and just, you know, rattled off all of the things, you know, that, you know, she had done to try to you know, mitigate the issue and try to fix the problems. Right. Um, and, you know, I asked more questions of her and she was like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, this, that's how I found out that she you know was also a cosmetologist because I was like, you know, my, my hair is red and I don't want it to be red. Um, and she was like, you know, I'm a whole cosmetologist. Right. So, you know, I think for her, you know, she is, as most of us are, a very multifaceted type of person with a lot of different skills. And, you know, the two things that I think I love most about her are the fact that she's willing to use those skills, you know, to help further, you know, Black Girls Hacks World Domination Plan. But then also she is, you know, willing to step in where it's needed. And I think that that probably does her very well, you know, in her her job, in her day-to-day. Um, I think that's probably why, you know, Tyler loves her and all of the people who that, you know, she used to work for also love her. It's because she's willing to step in and what she doesn't know, I think on the technical side, um, you know, she's willing to to learn, you know, and to to educate herself on. And I agree, Rebecca, she is absolutely hella impressive and just getting started, <laughs> you know, which is why, you know, I attempt to try to push her out, you know, maybe sometimes past her comfort zone, like, hey why don't you go and talk to the people, you know, just because like, I, I, I believe it's very important, um, you know, having done it so many years myself the wrong way, the value that people play in, you know, your evolution and, and your, you know, world domination story, you know, and I think for Tanisha, you know, she's younger than I am, um, but she's, she's got that, right. She, she had it probably before I had it um, and it's been using that to, to move her way, right? So what, you know, you guys may lack in terms of, you know, technical skills or certifications or, you know, degrees or whatever the case may be, you know, you don't necessarily need 
in order to evolve and to to get better. That that to me is one of the biggest takeaways just from me knowing Tanisha um, O'Donoghue, not myself. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I echo all of those sentiments. You use the things that you have. You're your biggest advocate. If you don't celebrate yourself, who else will? If I randomly, I'm going to add to this. You probably don't know I did a bit of cloud security. Yeah. See, it, she just dropped some good things. I it was part of my job day to day. We, we had a small team, so I dibbled and dabbled with all the tools. Um, but to say those things, like you never know what you're going to be put on. Use all of those things. Like cloud security is cool. Everyone's like, yeah, it's this and that. I'm just like, mm, okay. <laughs> but I, I, I've done a bit of that and I'm not, I know a little bit about a lot. I'm not a master. I'm not, I'm a master of none. Okay. <laughs> Like I'm still working to understand those things, but taking the step to do something that's uncomfortable, like even speaking, I told Tanisha, I was like, I want to speak. She's like, great, speak. And I'm like, oh, I got to talk now. Okay. <laughs> you know, you have those desires, but you need to push yourself out of that with those comfort zones to do those things. Um, and um, um, not only did you speak, but you actually made your way up to the, uh, the main stage at DEF CON, right? yeah what was that that like and 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 i think you spoke at the uh blue team on the blue team team village so how how did that go from like from zero to hero so quickly how did that work out for you i don't know i i just live in this world i don't know what goes on here um (laughs) but seriously um i spoke on the um the main stage to represent black girls hack and to bring awareness that we were there this year (laughs) walking into a room with like close to five to 700 people, that's kind of different. I thought I was going into a room, maybe a hundred people would be there. And I'm just like, this room is completely packed. What am I going to say? I have no value. Like all of the things that are running through your head. And one thing I can say is that it goes back to what you've learned and what you know, once you are clear on what you have, what you're able to do in your capabilities, you can expand on things. I know what I do for Black Girls Hack, and I'm clear on that. I can do that, okay? I can speak to that, and I have confidence in that. What are you doing that you have, if you're doing something, have the confidence and understand it so you can speak to it. Um, The quote is, preparation prevents poor performance. Uh, Um, Proper 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 planning prevents prevents poor poor performance, whatever thing is. But understanding the planning part that we don't talk about is understanding, understanding what you do, be fluent in that, and then do the research to be clear in that. So when, if I could only speak about this pencil, I'm, listen, okay, this is a number two, okay, you got the eraser, it got the thing, it got the grip, like, I can tell you (laughs) what this does in depth, but anything else, that's outside of my wheelhouse. But once you can speak to what your capabilities are, that makes a difference, and I had to really humble myself in that moment and say, hey, you're here to talk about this. This is not about you. This is about what Girls Hack Village is going to do. This is about what we're going to, um, uh, what we're trying to do, what we're trying to fill in this space. You talk about this every day. It's not a big deal. Me talking about myself, I can tell you my experiences because I've lived them. I've experienced them. I've, I've worked through them. It, it becomes easy because it's your experiences. But what I will challenge you to do is um, to take all of your opportunities that have been given and to maximize them, maximize your relationships, 
um, maximize um, the resources that you have been afforded and create a plan and a system that works for you. Everything is different for everyone else. You, you work out something that, that's best for you. My system is different because it's me. Like, do not compare yourself to me. I'm not even on social media except for LinkedIn because I don't want to compare myself to no one else. And anyone around you will send me a, a, a Instagram picture. I'm like, I'm not on Instagram, sorry. I can't fill myself with something someone else is doing because I'm focusing on what I have to do. Focus on what your next move is. Get mentors. Get in a place where you can look at the whole spectrum of cybersecurity and do more research in those aspects. If you're learning a new tool, do the research to understand it because you're going to be able to, you're going to have to speak to it. That conversation that Tanisha um, was talking about that she overheard, I forgot about that. That's super funny. It got to a point where my team was so small that we had to do debriefs on what they've done. And every day I would have to write a list of what I've done and create metrics to give back feedback, to give feedback on where we're growing and what I am personally doing. I have to worry about me because I have to report about me not anyone else. And I think when we focus on that aspect, we're going to be able to grow in the field because you focus on what Tanisha's done, what I've done, you can learn from it, but focus on what works best for you. If technical is your thing, you go and you be the best technical engineer in cybersecurity that you can be. If you don't want to manage people, I understand that, but I want to manage people. I'm good at managing people. I'm good at creating tasks and concepts. That's what works for me. I don't want to sit behind a, a computer, but I need to be able to understand it to be able to articulate it to the people that I work with. I need I need to be able to help them troubleshoot problems. And all of that comes with the understanding of the things. So I have two more questions for you before we end. Um, the first question. Okay. <laughs> the first question um, is you recently changed your um, tagline and your banner on uh, LinkedIn, which is the only social uh, media thing that you're on uh it says know your capacity and expand your capa uh, know your capability and expand your capacity can you explain to us what that means to you so knowing your capability um that comes from knowing the things that you're good at knowing the things that you can do I dibble and dabble in graphic design I like the way things look so that falls into a wheelhouse of I can create things that look nice aesthetically I like aesthetics I, I pride myself on looking aesthetically pleasing to me so I can create things in that aspect. Um, so I dibble and dabble in that, knowing different things that you're capable of doing and then using that to, um, to, to its capacity, which I mentioned a few times is creating methods to where that um, you're able to maximize on the things that you're capable of, creating systems, creating networks, create automating things like... Um, I create notes and I have a notion that I have a, my notion page links back three years and I told, and I'm writing what I'm doing today. Like I have written checklists and <laughs> that has crossed over. Like, like I need new glasses so I can see, so I can study longer. So I can, <laughs> so I need blue, uh, the blue light blockers and I need to do this. And I, and I'm the person who's so detail oriented because all of those things matter for your growth. So creating a system that can expound past what you can do because you only have 24 hours in a day. How can you utilize that 24 hours to get the things that you need to get done? And what do you need to get done? 
like, I think we look at life on a 10-year plan, five-year plan. What are you going to do the next six months? We have three more months in the year. What are you going to do? How can you use the things that you have right now to be the best you in the next three months? What systems can you create? So knowing your capability, knowing that you can do the things um, and expanding your capacity is creating ways to maximize on those things. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and then my, my last question that I give everybody, uh, what's your world domination plan? What, what is up from here? And, you know, what is it that you're working towards? Um, that's a twofold. I know and I don't know. <laughs> um, I think that changes for me um, about every two years. I know when I was at 24, 25, getting into cybersecurity, um, I was like, I want to do this by the time I'm 30. Now I'm 30. I'm like, mm, that's okay. <laughs> I want to do this. <laughs> so um, you definitely have to look at your world domination plan, review it and see if it's actually something that you want to do in your current life. Um, for me, I still remain, I want to be a CTO, CIO, um, somewhere in the C-level suite, creating strategies. Um, I wanted to be a cyber arch architect at one time. Um, I still probably am going to do that somewhere in my career. Um, but I know that my soft skills is what's going to determine where I want to be because I want to utilize the things that I'm good at to maximize um, my growth and my potential. If, if it's strategy that I'm good at, good. I know technical things. I don't really, I'm not really good, not really good. I can understand that I understand the concept, but I don't have pleasure in doing those things on a day-to-day -day basis. I can do them, but on a day-to-day -day basis, what pleasure is it bringing me? And I'm all about um, ba work-life balance. What does your life look like? And I tell, this is a conversation me and Tanisha, look, we talk about all the time. Like, how can you do the things that you want to do and you don't have the capability and your life is, you know, what does your life look like for you to even accomplish those things? Do you, have you set your life in a place so that you can be Bill Gates, <laughs> you know? Have you set yourself up for success? Are you yeah. building the foundation that you need in order to be able to support your plans for world domination? Yeah, you have to focus on that. Um, being a successful person is not just um, knowing, having the knowledge. There's a lot of smart people that are not capable of um, being a millionaire or billionaire because they have to balance certain things. Being the smartest one in a room is just, it's not, it's not always where you want to be. You have to use all of the things that you've been given um, to maximize where you want to go. So use all of your soft skills, all of your technical skills, all of your interpersonal skills, use all of the things that you have and see how those things that you're good at can get you to where you want to be. So I'm still awesome. figuring this out. All right. Thank you. I think we have time for maybe one question because we are a little bit over time at this point, but I right. wanted to give someone the opportunity to ask a question if they have one. Uh, Tanisha, I just wanted to say, like I put in chat, Detailed Growth, The Power of Organization and Structure by Tanisha O'Donohue, published by Tony Briscoe. I'm just saying, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, He's I'm writing for the book. <laughs> I am here for all the shot shooting, okay? Well, listen, we that's offline chat. <laughs> 
Um, I thank everybody for coming out and hang, hanging with us for uh, Bring a Hacker to Work Day. Tanisha O, oh, thank you for, uh, as always, stepping outside of your comfort zone and uh, hanging out with me. I appreciate you um, and everybody who uh, came and hung out with us today. So we will uh, we'll be off next week in um, honor of uh, September 11th, but we'll be back the following week with uh, Rebecca Skeet, um, who will be hanging out with us for Bring a Hacker to Work Day next. So um, I will see you guys um, on the cyber streets. Have a good day. Thanks for coming.